Chapter 38, Shudders He can't breathe, something heavy settling over his lungs, making them ineffectual and useless. Everything is dark surrounding him, and Sirius thinks for a few seconds that his eyes are closed, but they're not, open and wide, flooded with blackness that is sprawling and endless, a ravaged sea of absolutely nothing. Sirius isn't sure how long he remains in this place caught between emptiness and non-existence before he realizes that he knows this stretch of barrenness. He's been here before, too many times to count, and the panic spikes in his chest, flames ripping through his veins, air trying to force its way in when none exists at all. Centuries pass around him as he floats, suspended and not. Time flips through a constant loop, turning timeless, unimportant, blank. Everything is blank. But Sirius isn't, not as he has been every other time he's been here. It feels different this time, less like he's trapped and more as though there's a purpose to it, a hovering presence of sight and will he can't find. Then the pictures start. There are so many of them, a terrible, frustrating, horrifying mess of them that make no sense, flipping so fast from one to the other that he can't focus on anything before it's gone. Sirius squeezes his eyes closed, blocking them out, but they fly open again when the words begin, a voice that's undeniable, even here. Remus Lupin. And you're in my flat. It all compiles around him like an out-of-order film now, words sounding through the color-filled void, scenes playing out, images flashing and then shutters falling over them, blocking them from existence only to form a new picture. There are voices swirling through his ears, serious enraptured and terrified as he watches without blinking. You're not a stranger. At your order, your majesty. What are you? I'm a bloody person. I'm a human being that you're treating like a dog you can kick when it's down. What are you that you're able to do that and feel no remorse? I'll stay. I won't leave you. You wouldn't come back to me. Brown eyes dance past his vision again and again, until Sirius thinks he has them memorized, but he somehow knows that's impossible. There are touches everywhere in between, so many, too many to track or count, fire burning skin even as fingers barely brush, his heartbeat quick and always pounding through his head, lips moving with easy speech, moving over the plains of pale skin, the valleys of ribs and hip bones, tongues mapping the angles of wrists and the feeling of teeth, an effortless name spilling from it like champagne fizzing and popping. There is blue hair and bright pink hair, faces that don't make sense because they shift too often, fascinating and lovely, enchanting. Laughter flooding through him, attaching to his bones, making them light, draining their marrow away and replacing it with energy so effervescent and splendid there's joy rising inside him as he watches. There are barbed words, whispered secrets through shadows that are held at bay by the protective tangle of legs and arms, fingers threading through soft strands of waves falling like golden waterfalls into a gorgeous ravine, and so many freckles they burst and explode outwards, scattering like stars to be explored for an eternity and more. And then things are shifting, darkening, his cold flat springing up, grey eyes fixed on him above the point of a threatening wand. Regulus's face is older now than Sirius has ever seen it, strained where it shouldn't be, a mad desperation contained within every line of his body Sirius had never thought existed. You're mental, he hisses even as he watches it all play out in a sort of slow motion. I won't let you do this. 
You can't stop it, says Regulus firmly, eyes made of steel, hard and refined. I lost you. I won't do it again. This is the only way to get you back. Sirius barks out a harsh laugh, neck extending as his head tips backwards from the force of it. Get me back, he shouts. You're the one that ran. You ran first, cries Regulus in his face, the words cracking in the center, and then the wand is moving, blinding yellow light overtaking him before everything falls to darkness again. You're real, and I'm sorry. I won't ignore you again. With you, my life would have mattered more. I'm not ready to let you go. Sirius wakes to Remus screaming. Andromeda. Sirius peeks through his eyelids before squeezing them closed again as the blinding sun invades. There are hands moving over him everywhere, arms holding him tightly. He thinks he's on the ground now, whatever is beneath him hard and unforgiving, but there's a warmth above him, stretching outwards, covering the parts of him that need it most. There's a scuffling sound directly beside him, and the hands over him fall still but don't release in their grip, seeming to tighten instead. Sirius attempts to crack his eyes open and succeeds this time, fuzzy vision coming into focus on Remus's terrified face craning over him, frantic brown eyes fixed on Andromeda where she kneels next to Sirius's head. What happened, she asks urgently, though her voice still holds a level of calm, something reminiscent of Sirius's childhood. He started to fall and then he just, Andromeda, he was just gone, unconscious. Did you touch him? she demands. Remus doesn't respond and the woman releases an insistent noise from the back of her throat. Remus, did you touch him? Skin on skin. I, what, yes. Yeah, I did, exclaims Remus in a stuttering frenzy. Why does that? But Andromeda is suddenly smiling brightly as she leans her weight back on her thighs and heels, lips stretching broadly, eyes glittering. Remus falters, staring back her in silent outrage, but Andromeda drops her gaze to Sirius, the expression on her face softening considerably, her head tilting slightly to the side. Well, would you look at that? Eyes. Gorgeous, she murmurs, pointer finger reaching out to trail under one of them. Hello, Sirius. Remus's head snaps back to look down at him, Sirius's gaze having never left him. The other man's breath audibly hitches and he swallows, his grip tightening further around Sirius before relenting and releasing, hands trailing up to flutter over his face. I think it's safe to say that potion Regulus made and I slipped into your tea worked, voices Andromeda, but neither of them are paying much attention to her. Hello, hi, gasps out Remus. Sirius's mouth twitches upwards. Hey. Hi, says Remus profusely, fingers slipping along the line of Sirius's jaw. You're back. I always come back to you, whispers Sirius, not even blinking, and Remus stills. You, what? He stutters, fingertips pressing hard into Sirius's skin, warm and perfect. Sirius's lips pull into his own smile as he reaches up, hand wrapping around the back of Remus's neck. He pulls the other man down to him, connecting them in a kiss that's better than all the rest, surging with life and memory and need. Remus presses into him automatically as Sirius shifts, mouth sliding to the other man's ear, 
waves of soft brown tickling over his nose and eyelids as he murmurs one phrase, three small words that has Remus wrapping his arms around his back, lifting him from the ground and holding him so close, Sirius doesn't think he'll ever release. Sirius has no reason to complain.